1: well I, I have to say i'm I'm definitely honored uh, what if it did work you're you're actually one of my favorite people I, I've told you that in person and all that and you know what you you are I, I would have to say I've told you this before someone that my two daughters can look up to and all that so.
2: I love that. I really appreciate that one more. Thank you very much. But it's great to be here with you.
1: All righty, Kat. Kat. Moreno, do you, you want to introduce yourself or do you want me to talk? Well, I, I know where you came from and all that. I just don't know your new title.
2: Um, so right now, my name is Kat Moreno. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Collab Solutions, a boutique marketing agency here in Miami, Florida.
1: Well, congratulations and all that. And where where I got got to meet Cat and all that, you were your actual title was what the director of communications was that the
2: here at my new uh,
1: no new no your your old life your old oh life. my
2: old life yeah my old life I was man I wore so many hats but my official title was community manager
1: a community manager I don't know because your your title the the whenever I would see you a video it would say something different I, I think that was one of your titles and all that. I actually met Kat, even at Grant Cardone. She used to work for Grant Cardone. Now she actually thought, you actually thought I wanted you as a guest because you were with GC. And I'm like, no, I, what, what did I tell you? Was the actual response. Oh, I
2: love it. You you said that you wanted uh, to, to reach out for me to to be on as a guest, because I'm from the old neighborhood of La Sahuasera here in Miami, which is pretty exactly. ironic, right? You don't find too many people from that neighborhood.
1: No, no. I, I'm sure whenever you tell people, especially when you're working now in the real Miami, like with all the tourists and all, all mm-hmm. the visitors say, when you say you're you tell people you're from Westchester, because when I tell people I'm from Westchester, they're like, oh, my God, New York. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like New York. No,
2: it's so funny. When I tell people where I'm from, I usually say Miami. They're like, oh, we're in Miami, South Beach. I say, no, no, you know, further. They're like, Kendall? I said, yeah, just, just right around there. Just Westchester.
3: Well,
1: (laughs) when when I moved to Broward County, good old Fort Lauderdale, but now on the West side, they always, everybody always assumes when you say Miami, Hialeah. And it's like, yeah, our neighborhoods are, are not that we lived in extremely bougie ness and all that. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's always like, why is it that they always think we're from Iowa? Like every Latino. It's
2: a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. We got to we got to move past that. Though we got to educate them all more. That's what we got
1: to do. Exactly that. That's what I'm saying and all that. But no, another reason though. I I said I wanted you to be on because you know of who you are. You 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 are a strong Latino woman. You, you believe in bi- personal development,
3: mm-hmm.
1: business development. Mm-hmm. You have a... You know, you're going places and all that. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to you literally right after I noticed you weren't doing the videos. Mm-hmm. For Frank I'm like, okay. Well, she's no longer... Because I know anybody uh, for, in, in the office, the old office in Aventura, you have to get a release. You have to give a blood type. It, it, it's this whole <laughs> process and all that. That's why I... I'm no longer with Grant Cardone. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, that, that makes it even more interesting. I, yeah. in, in case you hadn't noticed, any of my posts, any of my the book and all that, I, I love Grant Cardone, but mm-hmm. I didn't drink the Kool-Aid where it's like, well, Grant Cardone says this because a mm-hmm. lot of people, you know, and it's not just him. You follow people like hero worship, like one guy, mm-hmm. the Tony Robbins, the yeah. Grant Cardone, and then they want to pair it. And be like a mini version of them. And it's like, you know, there's there's already one Grant Cardone. There's already one, you know, Anthony Robbins. There's yeah. already one Brendan Burchard. Yeah. Why yeah. are you repeating everything yeah. they say verbatim? You are not then. Yeah. You're not going to be them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I, I think the thing, Omar, is that, you know, everybody is looking for. Uh, That's something to believe in. Right. Like, you know, you want someone you want to think that somebody has all the answers. Right. So, you know, people kind of attach to certain personalities and people. Um, I think the beauty of, you know, being educated and kind of having your own, um, you know, playing to the tune of your own drum is that you have the ability to look at all these different resources, all these different gurus, different speakers, and kind of pick and choose what really resonates with you and kind of live by that and really grow and personally develop. Um, But certain people, you know, like you said, certain people kind of latch on to certain things. um,
1: They they drink the Kool-Aid. And it's like, whenever I, I hear somebody, real estate is the only way to become wealthy. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I wonder who he follows. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i mean you know like i said people have strong opinions and you know god bless them right like they they live that way and hopefully they're thriving and, and making money right
1: no to me i it's always been my whole life you know i i guess maybe it's my catholic upbringing or whatever but it's like a buffet i i've always picked and choose what mm-hmm. th- does this resonate with me I mean, yes. when people hear me speak, it's it's about everybody and anybody. Mm-hmm. They're they're all amazing people. Yep. The reason why they don't want you to follow others is because they want you to be a hundred percent sold on them because it's a business.
3: Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: It's, it's like when that rep calls, hey, you know, do you want a diamond ticket for 10x and all that? And I'm like <laughs> Not this time because I'm going to go see Brendan Burchard in Arizona, or the, I can't because I'm going to go see Tony at this event and all that. Mm-hmm. You you want a person to be completely sold, mm-hmm. but in the, in the grand scheme of things, the universe, God, Jesus, whomever wants you to fall, you know, whatever resonates, pick and choose. Absolutely. I, I mean, Absolutely. yeah, you'll never hear me say no. Real estate's the only way to go. I, I remember, or you know, whenever I'm there or around people, it's like, well. It is. And like, no, it's because you heard that. Have you, I'm sure if we hung out with Warren Buffett, he wouldn't be like, real estate's the way to go. It's just, you know, and I tell people there's many avenues to success. Absolutely. There's many avenues to wealth. You know, Absolutely. you don't have to just mean, follow. It's one. so
2: true right now in today's day and age with, you know, the NFTs and the crypto space and the alternative currencies. And there's so many different ways and channels and methods of success. It just depends on the resource of information that you get it from. Right.
1: Well, it, it also depends on taking action. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I, I've seen plenty of people that can say. You pair a quote from anybody, from you know any from Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Grant Cardone, but okay, you know the quote, but you're not doing the
3: quote. What are you you're gonna not, do with it? Right, that, not,
1: that's you're the not
3: biggest thing.
1: Action. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I applaud more the person that's like, I, I bought this stock, I, I bought this mutual fund. I I don't know, I, I bought this crazy NFT. I, I don't know what about crypto, but. I'm taking a chance, and I'm buying Dogecoin, yeah. I'm buying this, at mm-hmm. least you're taking action, at least you're doing something. Instead of especially being Hispanic, you know, most of our people are like, well, yeah. my, my retirement is my kids, or, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm stuffing all the money into the mattress. And, and hopefully, mm-hmm. that, that, that'll that lead to a rainy day. That's
2: so true. But, but that's what, you know, I'm loving about this generation, you know, of like different Latinos that are growing up, right? Like, the millennials. So a lot of them have like all this access to information at their fingertips. And some of them are running with it. Some of them are kind of ingrained with that old school mentality. I want that want that don't spend it, don't spend it, you know, so it's, um, you know, hopefully, again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to kind of educate and, and to to show people as well, like females and Latinas as well, like, you just got to move past it, right? Take that information, run with it. become successful if it doesn't work then keep trying and go after it like that's the biggest thing action is so 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 important
1: so Now, now is your family your parents into personal development in business development or no
2: not at all not at all so you know two parents very you know very very not even blue collar like you know poorer than poor you know just trying to make their way you know um my father was an immigrant from cuba he came right before Pedro Pong. So um, immigrating to Miami, they made the best of it. They came with nothing. And, um, you know, just was that grind mentality, you know, we left with Cuba with nothing, we're going to have nothing. And, you know, I grew up with that kind of mentality and looking around me. And and in Southwest, you know, you have a lot of, you do have a mix, right? You have the mixture of like the, the wealthy Hispanics and, you know, a lot of the mix of the not so wealthy Hispanics. And I just saw to myself and I said, man, this isn't the way to go. This isn't the way to go. I see success not only in my neighborhood. I see it in my city, driving to Brickell, driving to Miami Beach at the time. And I was like, this is not the way. And I started to look on my own and I was like, who has the money? Who's successful? Like really successful? Not Miami money where... You know, you (laughs) rent a Lamborghini and you are renting the efficiency on the side of a house in Hialeah right? So I'm at real wealth. So I went to go seek out those people and you know, figuring out for myself what am I looking for? What's what's the amount I'm looking for? Who what kind of information do I need? And it's almost like I was like a slab of marble and you like using all this different material kind of chipped away at what's important to me and the the real information. And, you know, I took that for myself. And because of that, I was able to help my family kind of move past that, you know, the dogmas and the barriers kind of chaining us down to the old ways. So yeah, never, never, never had um, personal mentors. I didn't have family members. You know, nobody in my family was wealthy. Nobody had, you know, they had just enough, right? So it, it's just breaking out of that mold and looking for the information
3: and, and really running with it.
1: Well, it's it's like breaking the cycle, breaking the patterns yeah. because you said it you're you're a millennial. There's still hope for Gen Z and all that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: With, with when it comes to Latinos. My generation, I'm an outlier. There's there's some of us. Now my mom still calls the man Anthony Roberts, not mm-hmm. Anthony Robbins. <laughs> that does not believe in any personal development, does yeah. not believe in any business development. It mm-hmm. is what it is. If, when it comes to person personal development, if I wanted to tell my mom, hey, you know what? I'm I'm having a bad day, mm-hmm. you know, at, at Southwest High or this, do you want me to tell you what a bad day is with yeah. how it was? I'm, so, you know, there there was no therapy, there was no talking to anybody mm-hmm. to to Hispanics, to Latinos, it, it's more like it is what it is. Yeah. This is your life, it's gonna be hard. Mm-hmm. Suck it up. Yep and enjoy whatever crumbs life gives you.
2: Yep, that's so true. I mean, that's, that's how I started my career, thinking that way, right? Like, like, take what the crumbs, take what kind of crumbs give you, whatever opportunities come your way, take them, take them, right? Because they're never coming back. And that scarcity kind of mindset is, is, is chaining, you know, those people down, you know? So I really respect and admire the people who can go beyond, and especially in our community and in our culture that has the ability to say, hey, you know, let, let's change this up. So I have an immense...
1: Amount of respect for people like that. Well, in the personal development world, it's like Ty Lopez, maybe, that, mm-hmm. and he's like half, and he, I, 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 I was his mentor for a year. Doesn't really mm-hmm. speak Spanish from California and all that. There's not. If ultimately, what my goal would be one day would be to have. A commute, like you know, a, a community. I know my "what if it did work" is small, but just grow it. For, uh, of course, it's inclusive for everybody, but yeah. just for Hispanics, for Latinos, because mm-hmm. you know we've never had that. I've, I've seen so many like parents with their thirty-year-old kid mm-hmm. going a Grand Cardone, or mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, you know, how come that couldn't? I, well, and I'm not thirty; I'm forty-eight. Eight. But how come, you know, that would have been awesome? If, yeah. To, to have that, to have that, mm-hmm. hey, it's not that it is what it is, but my mom worked for corporate America for 30 years, Southern Bell hated it, said mm-hmm. that's the only path. Yeah. And you know, suck it up. Yeah. And you know, if we had had that opportunity of, yeah, there is more to life. You mm-hmm. create success. You create wealth. It, it it's never to me, when whenever somebody says it is what it is, it's like, hey. I'm not going to do anything. I am what I am. Yeah. These are my circumstances. And circumstances should never run your world. Right. They shouldn't
3: dictate the future.
1: Yes. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I agree. I mean, you know, the the only person that I can think of, you know, two different people, two different organizations that I knew of, but, you know, I, I feel like it wasn't very it wasn't as large as I would have liked it to to, to be, you know? So Pitbull had started his schools, right? But that was like for like music management. And then you had Gloria Stefan, you know, creating um, a lot of like fundraising for these like underprivileged schools in like Little Havana, right? So you had two people kind of like dangling their, you know, their wealth and their um, acumen and kind of, Doing the philanthropy thing, right? So do I feel like it could have been a lot more and there there could be more of an opportunity for it? Absolutely. I really wish somebody had like boots on the ground, um, you know, like going to these schools and having the ability of having some sort of program, right? Something, some sort of community, like rec centers are gone, right? Like that doesn't exist anymore. So where is this gathering place and community for these, you know, Latin kids of, of all different sources, not only just Cuban, Puerto Rican, all these... Different kind of cultures. Where can they gather in person to get get this information? I mean, I would love to do it. My calendar is stocked, but if that's a project <laughs> that we can do, I am I am all for it. I
1: really yeah. this, this is my my bucket list. I, I'm I'm going to create a, an event like that for all of us, and you're going to be a speaker. That's you know, true. And, and, and I'll, I'll I'll scour this whole country to find. As many Hispanics that that believe in the cause and all We it. should,
2: man. I mean, you know, there, there's, you know, you have the Hispanic PR organization in Miami, but like how, like thinking about it right now, how many organizations in Miami are open for, you know, cultural diversity and inclusion, like bringing students and kids and young adults together to teach them communication, teach them, you know, finance and money management skills. Like it doesn't exist. So I'm writing that this is,
3: this is, this is good. This well, is good. It's,
1: it's, it, it was always like, so... Like whenever going to a, a Grant Cardone event or the times that Tony Robbins has had an event here mm-hmm. and I, we're talking about their stuff here locally that on a big scale and, you know, not many Hispanics, not many Latinos. You, you right. look around and it's like, and I bet you know, um, Millie and I, you know, took our our daughters out of school for the, the 10X a couple of years ago that was here. Mm-hmm. And it was, yeah, you know, did they miss school? Yeah, but there's an opportunity to oh, show. For
2: sure. The that, opportunity that, cost is so much bigger. Yeah,
1: that, that you can't find that anywhere else. And I, I've always been there, Millie, when, well, you know, we're divorced, which, you know, but we always have that. It it you know you create your own life you create absolutely your own and my my kids do know the Jim Rohns and the Anthony Robbins
3: mm-hmm.
1: have got to meet Grant Cardone and, yeah. and tell people who Grant Cardone is or mm-hmm. I I know my youngest was putting down in her application that um well my oldest goes to St Thomas but my youngest was trying to get in the Heritage and she put down that her father was a a business coach. Entrepreneur slash author, and I was like, "Wow, hey, I, I, I love that title." Great, but awesome. but yeah, but and I, they know my, they love their grandma, my mom, and all that, and my mom, Westchester. She maybe we we'll don't see eye to eye because she went to Coral Park, uh, but but that's yes, why. that's why. That's, that's why the that, That's why, but yes, to this day, my mom always will tell me. Like, why do you go to any of these events? The only people that make money is the person doing the event.
2: I mean, it's, it's dogma, you know. Like, you, you know, I feel a lot of that comes from the the distrust and mistrust of the government, right? The people who are supposed to have the answers, right, not having the answers and taking away. So, I think that kind of perspective just seeps into a lot of different things. I mean, the same thing with me. Like, totally different families, totally different. You know, um, I mean, same neighborhood, right? But same different concept, right. I would be told all the time, Hey, but then we like, be careful, you know, watch this person. They're going to take your money, watch it. And it's like, wait a second. Like I, I am paying a fee to come to this place. They're not going to steal my money. You know, And they're like, no, 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 but you never know. It could be this.
3: Oh, it's just a thing.
2: It's just a dogma, you know, and you know, myself and, and my partner and his kids, you know, we do a lot to make sure that we ingrain them with the fact that, Hey, this is, this is your choice, you know, what you believe you can or cannot do, you are right. Right? So
3: exactly.
2: You whatever it is that you think is possible, that's
3: that's it is. Right? I,
1: I I I tell Lauren and Mia and I tell I was in a relationship, uh, my my ex girlfriend and all, and she hated it because she was Hispanic, mm-hmm. said so to quit talking to her kids because you know a lot of us are closed minded. because I always said. These people living in the intercoastal and all that, they're not lucky. Mm -hmm. They expanded their vision. They asked better questions. They solved bigger problems. There was no luck in this. They Mm -hmm. created this. And you have that opportunity. So never say these people are lucky because you have that choice every day. Every day. day, You you can be either on the path of that or you could be on the path of struggling saying, I hate those people because they're
3: so lucky.
2: I believe that highly, you know, and um, you you just you just really kind of ingrained this kind of fire back in me again to to really come across and and kind of helping the community because you know I recently just did a speaking engagement for um, can you believe this you're not going to believe this so Miami's been established for. so so long, and there hasn't been like an entrepreneurial women's group, club, organization, something that's open. You go to Nashville, Tennessee, you have the Women's Entrepreneurial Center, right? You can go to a facility. There's coaches, there's mentors. It doesn't exist here. So um, when this organization came down, you know, I started speaking at the event, and I started meeting all these different women and seeing a lot of different faces from lots of cultures, lots of different places, and you know, speaking on stage and just really kind of connecting to these to these women, right? So that's a huge thing for me as well. So like women, Latino women, like that's even even bigger for me. Like that's such a movement in me to be able to help, to educate, to coach, to train, to show them that there's more out there, right? So this is something really, really big. And you know what, now based on this conversation, I'm going to see if I can organize something because it, it's true. It's, it's so powerful. If you have the ability to help, you should. If you can
1: do it. Right. So I okay, really terms, it, it oh, it's that argument. Well, who am I or I'm just one person or have someone else do it. And mm-hmm. it, it gets to the point when when do you say, well, maybe I'm that person. That's it, such
3: it, a good question. It, and
1: that's like everything I, you know, this is far from politics. But I remember, you know, the biggest thing was this election was important because. There was people in cages. Mm -hmm. This was the election. You know, elect Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. I'm not political. He'll get them out of cages. Well, one, why were they in there to begin with? Who knows? Mm
3: -hmm.
1: But it came to the point a year later, crickets. But it's also the point where people are like, "Well, we're Hispanics, but you know, Latinos." It's always like, "Well, Millie's Cuban." I'm Colombian.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's always well, that's not us, you know,
3: because
1: mm-hmm. we're we're grouped as one culture. And yeah. not, we just share a language
3: mm-hmm. and
1: that's it. A lot of yeah. times we, we have this hierarchy. Well, un flecha, he's this, he's that, you know, I'm Cuban, I'm Argentinian, I'm this, I'm that. So it comes to a point where we we accept it because it's like, hey, I was born here. That ain't anyway, yeah. me. Mm-hmm. That's not my problem. And yep. that's that's the same thing when you said there's no, you know, entrepreneurialship program
3: mm-hmm.
1: for women. Mm-hmm. And you would think about it, Miami being a cultural hub, and we're right. beyond liberal, and we're beyond, we're so progressive. But mm-hmm. you just said Nashville, a place that Tennessee, nobody considers Tennessee to be on the progressive side. Right. They have that, but we don't. But it's always been like, oh, well, it's always crazy. crazy.
2: Mm -hmm. It's crazy to me. I I just feel like that's such a limiting belief as well. I mean, recently I've just overcome that myself. So I can't, I can't speak too hard on it. But that whole thing like, oh, who's going to pay attention to me? Who's going to listen to me? It's just me. It's just one person, right? That is something real. That is is definitely something real. And it's definitely a a limiting belief. Like I had that as well. You know, when I, when I left the previous position, I'm like, okay, so I want to start my own company, but who's going to listen to me and who am I going to go after? And who am I, you know, why would they even come to me in the first place? And then you have to kind of rewind and be like, I have, you know, 15 years worth of experience I've worked around the country. Like it, it, it's, it's literally a self, you know, it's a limiting belief that has to be like eradicated by yourself. So I get that perspective. Um, but, you know, I think the more conversations that we can have with different types of people, like the more it comes to the surface, like, okay, yeah, we can, you know, you have the resources, you have the time, you have the connection. So why not? Right. Cause it's always, again, those people too, that are complaining, oh, you know, if it's just me, what can I do? Those are the people that are also kind of saying as well, like, oh, but look at this happening and oh, this bad, this is bad happening and pointing fingers, but they're like, oh, well. I'm not really going
1: to fix it. Well, well, they're the same people that are on the sidelines. Yeah. Those other people are lucky in the of mansion. Course, they're they're, of they're lucky in their high rises. Of That's course. not me. Because, it. you know, you're either doing something or you're sitting so you're back. Not. And you know what? I didn't think you were crazy when you start. What? Well, didn't I tell you the first thing when you said, I'm no longer there. I started my own thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I was more proud of you then. And when you use, you, you know, being Latina, being mm-hmm. where yeah, you exactly. are, that, 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 that's, that's your past. Th- that was limiting in the sense that you couldn't go all the way
3: mm-hmm. to
1: what you're capable of doing now. Yeah. You, yes. It's scary. You start you start off at zero. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Who are you? You know, you had the safety of being paid, of being in an organization that people from all over the world go yeah. to, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? Who cares? That's comfort. Comfort is like what they say on the the salary, the check. Yeah. It kills more, more dreams. Yeah. You, you're a dreamer. You Not only did you go past your comfort zone than most people, but you already had those limiting beliefs that you were instilled as a child that. Oh
2: yeah, definitely. I mean, I really thought to myself, you know, you know, what's going to happen, what's going on, you know, what do I do? Why do people even listen to me? And then I thought to myself and I said, you know what I said, I said to myself and I'm like, man, I don't want to be 60 years old on my deathbed and being like, what if, what if I would have taken out the safety net and jumped with both feet? And, and it was really liberal too right so i guess everybody needs to go through this in their own time and moment in space right but it's truly liberating removing that safety net and really saying what if it did work right work
1: right but not only that but starting out at zero is something that the universe god mm-hmm. gives you that's an opportunity that that that's something to be thankful for mm-hmm. It's just saying it, it could have been easy staying Card oh, yeah. Cardone's and, you know, and then think about it. Time flies. Maybe five years when my oldest is 21, my youngest is 19. Oh, Hey, by the way, this is who I, I, I talked to you guys about, and you guys see videos and not oh, all this is Kat. Mm-hmm. She's still here. I'm telling you to be just like her, but when, but she stayed at the job yeah. and this is no different than corporate America. Yeah. You know, that, <laughs> The the videos on, on why on leaving corporate America and starting your own thing that Grant Cardone preaches, but yet he's, you know, it's a company. You would have been stuck there. That would have been the comfort. That 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 could have ended your story. Mm-hmm. And yeah, oh my gosh, just think of all the cyber hugs and the kudos everybody. Oh my gosh, we that, see you all the time. That's the
2: thing, you know. What, what freaked me out, and I was like, "Well, what if there's haters? And what if there's this? And what if there's that? And and it's terrible again, limiting beliefs, right? Dogmas from the past, right? Who's going to listen to you? But man, just the amount of support, Omar, it, it's it's overwhelming. And so many people were just like, "This is what you were supposed to do. Why did it take you so long?
1: You know, well, like, well, you you're around entrepreneurs, yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. So you know, yes, my mom would have probably tackled you and, and said that you're stupid and you better go over there and yeah. you better beg for that job back. Mm-hmm. And you you mind your P's and Q's. And this is a once in a lifetime. You ruined it. You had that opportunity.
3: No, trust that- me trust no. me
2: I I did not tell the news to my mom until we were cash flow positive
3: <laughs> uh, <sure. laughs>
2: we were like we we're like uh 40 days in and I'm like by the way and she was like <gasps> and then she's like oh okay you know but anytime- so all that time she actually thought you were still oh or, yeah yeah true yeah. I mean the, the wrath of a, of a Cuban mom you know it's, it's oh pretty
1: hey scary, you, you know? they tell me hey you all, all of us whenever people go well, why did you write a book on overcoming fear and all that? It's because, hey, let me tell you, my mom, you know, <laughs> she did the. I love her to death. She did the best that she could. She's only 20 years older than me. Mm-hmm. You know, always why it couldn't work. Um, you know, don't talk to strangers. Yeah. Uh, these everybody's going to want to touch you in the bad place. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody wants to rob from you. Yeah. The, the, the world is evil. Mm-hmm. The world, the world is wicked. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't don't trust priests don't trust this don't trust yeah. it, was, it was like a, a laundry, list. laundry
3: list yeah
1: and, and it's like well gee, Omar, why did you have a fear of rejection fear of this i, I don't know you you tell me Like okay. so no i okay. trust me i know what it's like uh you know because culturally you know hispanics were all you know we're, we're all the same you know that's why i laugh like you, you, I'm sure you saw this on social media. So many people miss Christmas because they had the Omicron. Oh and yeah,
3: mm-hmm. and,
1: and and to me, it's like Christmas. I see my family all the time. It's just like you know because that's our that's our culture. And yeah, this,
3: this whole thing, it's it's just it's getting expensive. Yeah.
1: I'm, well, I wouldn't have thought it was going to be two years in. So mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm glad. Yeah, I'm, that, that whole I'm, thing,
2: you know, seeing family at the time and.
1: You know, with, with I'll, I'll, like that's the that's major thing. Well, it, I mean, I go to Hialeah all the time because Miami, the Miami Lakes, the bougie part of Hialeah is where my kids play soccer and yeah. Going, to, going, yeah, going to Vicky's Bakery and all that. that That's our way of putting culture, our, our culture into our daughters. And like everybody in <laughs> Vicky's Bakery and Sedano's is like massed up like 20 feet apart. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Our, our, our people, crazy. any, any excuse to be like, you know, in Cuba we don't do this in Cuba. You don't do this. Yeah. Holy smokes. I, it's I mean, just I, getting
2: crazy. You know, I, I just feel like the whole, you know, COVID situation with, with the Latin cultures, it's, it's gotten excessive like the fear that's ingrained with it. It's, it's harmful. Like we, we just took a trip to Mexico recently and, you know, it was bad. It was devastating devastating like the people are literally in fear of their lives afraid of going outside of their home without even using a mask like it is it's 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 crazy
1: oh I I, um, with my girlfriend we went on a cruise in the summer mm-hmm. uh, Mexico and you can't even take off the mask like mm-hmm. out, out in public even if there's 60 feet they don't care if you have 10
3: vaccinations yeah vaccination it's crazy.
1: and it's like well, you know, this part of Mexico, this isn't Mexico c- City, it is based on tourism.
3: Exactly. That's the thing. You, you it's guys, like, you know. you, it's like this
1: they're, 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 they're choking themselves and beating themselves yeah. with like wire hangers. It's like you guys mm-hmm. are, are not only are you suffering, but you guys are really killing yourselves off.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I never, you know, in, in two years, I never spoke publicly or kind of disclosed my, my opinion on, on COVID. But now after traveling outside the country and seeing these countries that are, are literally struggling, you know, you know I do want to say that it, it is crazy. You know, it's, it's nobody has the had the answers of how to control or, you know, minimize this thing. So like there's a false illusion of safety to get back to a normal that's never going to be normal, which wasn't normal in the first place. Right. So but, you know, it's an illusion of safety. These masks and the distances and and seeing it, it is literally devastating economies, literally eradicating positions and jobs and people. And and it's 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 sad.
1: It is really sad. Well, it's sad in the sense, okay, for two years, almost Italy, the Mediterranean, been there, you know, love it and all that. But Italy th- is pretty much just imagine like Florida. It's just all dependent on tourism. Mm-hmm. But yet, you know, you you lock down longer than the US.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You you have all these stipulations. You want people to go through hoops. You don't want people to visit you. It's like it's not the Roman Empire anymore. You guys aren't gonna be conquering new lands and all that. What it you know, you yeah. need an economy to thrive. And for me, what I tell, I've never, I've lived life every day from like the, after the first 15 days, I was stubborn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this this sucks.
3: Yeah. Watching,
1: uh, Lion King or Tiger King for 15 days. But you know, I, I each his own live, live your life. And that's, you know, I, that's what I, I I've been doing. Uh, yeah. Full disclosure. I yes. I just, I've I had it twice. A yeah. Same
3: thing. Right. But
2: th- the thing is, The reason why I think people have very limiting perspectives on it, right, is because they don't travel outside their city, their county, their state, you know, and seeing it myself firsthand, you know, I traveled so much during COVID and after and and seeing different states and how they approached everything. And the fear is a close connection to their production, right? Their, you know, unemployment rate, their, you know, income. And you can see it. Florida completely open, thriving, people moving here in droves, people super happy, the happiest city in the United States, the most um, immigration um, internally in the entire country. Like money is booming. Real estate is booming. And You go somewhere else, like, you know, you still go to Chicago right now. Crime is at its all time high. Like incarceration is at its all you have joblessness at its all-time high. Like, you see a total connection. I'm just like, when are we going to, you know, who's making these rules here? How are we going to change and improve? Because, I mean, it, it, how, how much longer can this go for, really? Right? It, it,
3: it
1: just shows you when I'll, I'll make a joke of this. A lot of people don't mind mind wearing a mask because they've worn a mask their whole life. With Whether we're winning, we're, we're right. winning on social media. My filters. Hey, look! I look I'm, like I'm 22 still, and all that. Because people love to lie to themselves, so that's wearing a mask. So it's no different than when somebody's like, "Hey, wear a mask." Oh well, I've been doing this my whole life. What's another mask? But false it's like security. Yeah, Tell false you. sense of security. I, I, you know, whenever oh, put put on the mask, and it's like, you mean the thing that you can blow out a, a candle? You know the the thing that you know what what's it solving? You look like an idiot. That that's that's pretty much it. Oh, I'm struggling to get haters. Oh my gosh! But you know what? Most most people that are entrepreneurs were risk takers, and you know if like like I said, I, I just I, feel I, like
2: you know the only thing that I can base this off of is seeing the Florida economy, the Miami. Economy. Well,
1: but could could you imagine? You know, so many people hate hate Florida. They say, Doctor. Or Dr. Death We're is DeSantis and all that. This state, we have no real economy outside of tourism. We don't have factories. We don't have major corporations having their headquarters here. So you need, you know, mm-hmm. you you need Disney World open. You need cruises open. You need the beaches open. Right. The, you need the panhandle open, the redneck yeah. Rivera. You need all these beaches, St. Augustine. You need all this mm-hmm. open because that's the only way you can if we had done the California and done the New York and been on lockdown for two years, mm-hmm. we, we would have been up shit's Creek without a paddle. Devastating.
3: Devastating.
1: And, Wait, and, no. I, and it's not political because, no. you know, I, I don't, I, I don't, both, both parties don't control people. A person's actions is what controls you. Right. You, you can have, you can have president Donald Trump, uh, or This is this is what I tell people. You've had 20 years of a Democratic president, 20 years of a Republican president, and you still suck. So it, it, <laughs> clearly, it's clearly it's not it's not the party. It, it, it to to reflect. The leaders, right. But they don't want
2: to point it this so, way. Right. That's it, exactly.
1: Because it's always easy because I know like people, thry, they're like, oh, I got to watch CNN or I got to watch Fox News. It's like. Are, are you running for office? Are you trying to become an ambassador? Are you a lobbyist? Why does it really matter, these politicians? It's just white noise. It's no different than watching Netflix five hours, but instead you watch CNN or Fox News so you can know what's going on.
2: Some people, you know, I, I, I highly... You know, learn, coming from the, the previous position, I really understood what it meant that people are going to live their own way. They are going to think the things that they want to think until they are ready to do something different, and the, that's the only way you find change and progress and growth. And you can't force people. You can't. You can't push them. You can't. You know, bring them down about it. It's just until they come to that decision themselves, right?
1: Hey, I, I applaud Grant Cardone. For having the courage to have that 10x after a, a whole year almost mm-hmm. of being on lockdown, and none of us were wearing masks. Not, I'm glad nobody yeah. wanted. There was like two or three or four, you know, outliers. And I think the only time we had to wear a mask was when, um gosh, uh, it was DJ,
3: it was pretty amazing. DJ College, DJ together.
1: College, yes. remember yes. DJ College? requested that everybody be all masked up because and I don't like him. Shit. If I knew that mm-hmm. I, I would have been like tackling people and saying, let's keep our mask off so we don't have to hear them. <laughs> but yeah, no. No,
2: it was really funny because there was a sneeze guard. Yes, he like a guard
1: and all that. And I felt like saying, dude, maybe if you lost like some weight, you exercise because I, I remember like what a year ago, two years ago, he lost that weight. He
3: mm-hmm. we gained it
1: mm-hmm. back. It's like, well, maybe if you c- continue that healthy lifestyle, you wouldn't need the sneeze guard. You wouldn't need the extra protection. You need to wear a full body condom around you and request everybody be 50 feet away from you.
2: I just think it was, you know, that was really funny. But um, I just really appreciated the fact that people were flying in from all over the country after being in isolation separated you know unsure of what was going to happen and gathering for a soul specific purpose like that was awesome to see human beings gather
1: interacting we nobody was social distancing well i mean we we don't on a plane so i don't at the airport we all have to be 50 feet apart Mm -hmm. you know but on a plane you know you could be next to a, a stranger smelling breathing in recycled air Mm -hmm. And you can have your mask off if you're drinking water or eating snacks.
2: That is, that is asinine to me, but
3: that's another thing for another day. That is crazy
1: to me. Crazy. No, no, that, that, that to me, and and this was like before concerts. Yeah. The concerts were still months away. Mm -hmm. We had that. Yeah. Everybody was interacting.
3: Yeah. It was definitely
2: very, very forward thinking for the time. I mean, this was oh yes,
1: shaking hands. Nobody, everybody was shaking hands. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, uh, hugging people if you hadn't seen them in forever and all that. And and there was no, yeah, there was no fear because. Mm -hmm. And I, I I remember like reading his social media posts. Oh, this is going to be a death trap. You know, all the haters and the naysayers just putting in their two cents that, you know, how can yeah. Grant Cardone have a live event? You know, we're still trying to flatten the curve. And, and yeah, you know, I, it, it was a beautiful thing because I was forward thinking
3: that yeah. that's
1: what leaders and successful people do. That is. And, and you they know, should,
2: right. They yeah. should, you, you have that position, you have that, uh, you have that platform, you have that opportunity, you know, use it for some good and, I just really appreciated that because seeing people and hugging people and, you know, really getting that experience of people saying, I'm so glad this is happening. You know, I was stuck at home and now my business is thriving. I got to meet so many people like that was very fulfilling to be a part of something like that. It was pretty cool. It was was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Hey, and... A Latino played Fat Joe, and and he 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 wasn't social distancing and all that. So,
2: I, definitely not social distancing.
1: <laughs> but but the one thing that I got out of that, I I almost started tearing up because, unlike I, I, a lot of people, and not just Grant Cardone's world, but everywhere, once they they hit success, they forget where they're from. And, and you know, yes. I've never. I'm very <laughs> proud of my. Yeah, you you see me, I. My by posts and all that. Hey, I'm in Westchester. I, yeah. I I don't I don't post any anymore. I can go to Bal Harbour or Avonshire. Mm-hmm. I, I know where I'm from. And yeah. you, you talk to people, and nobody know nobody, everybody acts like they were born that way, like they haven't had. And to me,
2: um, like, some some people do, but I I can really appreciate and really like honor a person who just stands true to their roots and like uses it for good you know i can appreciate like some people that like really are like hey you know i'm from the mud or i'm from you know probably like the shittiest place on the country but then look what i have now but then look what i can teach you and kind of help you to to really ascend as a person so i i can really appreciate that so much but for me southwest Seda, westchester <laughs> <Maine> <laughs> county
1: till i die of, of course that's why like whenever you know go, going to your old office and all that all these people oh so you're from Miami.
3: You're
1: you're from around here. But no, you know where I'm from? You better speak Spanish because your ass is going to get lost and you're not Mm going to be able to get out of there unless you speak. You'll you'll learn Spanish real quick where I'm from. (laughs) So
2: true. So true. Yeah, but this has been so awesome. I really, really, really appreciate it. Omar. I hope you know that we can work together in some capacity. You are awesome, and
1: thank you. I really, really appreciate this. Of course. You know what? My my goal is is to make sure that one day, I, I just found out that Southwest High has a Wikipedia page. Uh, oh. they, they're going to have Cat Moreno is one of <laughs> the famous alums. You're going to be right right next to Alberto Pute. Right.
2: One day, from your mouth to God's ears. Let's make exactly.
1: it Exactly. Exactly. So, but. What, what is it more importantly? I, I know what you do because I, I social media stalk you and all that. And I, I see you thriving and I see you alive. I see you happy. You, you yes. look professional in your old, you know, when you were yeah. working for Grant Cardone. You weren't truly really happy. And, and I'll, I'll say this as somebody that can read people, being an ultimate salesperson. Mm -hmm. you you weren't doing your purpose. You're doing your purpose now.
3: I think,
2: you know, when you said that, so I think in, in um, corporate jobs, right. They try to give you a title and a box to stay within. And very much, I was just having this conversation with my partner and you have borders to operate in and people, they operate, they operate, they get good. And then they hit a ceiling and then you have to operate and kind of fit within those borders. But you know having having the opportunity to have my own company it gives me the ability to flex so many creative muscles that i have right so you know yesterday we were doing like a photo shoot so i was like being an art director and then you know going in and closing a deal like being a salesperson and then you know coming up with a creative strategy like marketing director, or having the ability to connect two people together, just being that communicator. So having the ability to flex all these muscles, like it truly gives a sense of purpose and meaning. so i'm I'm so excited every day. My day is nonstop, but you know this is what i I finally understand what it means, like to not experience burnout because this is your business. You are flexing in every sense of the world as a human being. And you know your your ability to like think outside the box, you're always like on your toes. So I am super happy. I am, you know, so you know blessed and grateful to have this opportunity and I'm running with it. I am running with it.
1: Now, didn't it feel weird what you're doing now? You're trapped in a room where well, you weren't trapped physically, but mentally, while they're doing seminars over and over and over. Mm-hmm. On how to be an entrepreneur, how to take a business to the next level. Yeah. You, you, were, you were literally there while whether it was Grant Cardone, whether it was whomever teaching mm-hmm. a subject of something that you wanted to do, that, that now you're 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 actually you're, you're, you're walking the walk and talking the talk. Cause
3: one thing is yeah. being in I the mean, room.
2: It was, it was really awesome, Omar, to be able to have the knowledge, you know, I, cause the thing is when I got there, you know, I was, I was a trained sales machine. Like I had learned on Jordan Belfort's program, straight line persuasion and I Omar. became, yeah. So it was pretty funny, you know, when I got there, so I had a lot of experience, but coming into that realm, of seeing, you know, how to build businesses and how, how to build business grow, to, how to make businesses grow. I got to see another side of the coin and, you know, coaching people day in, day out, mentoring people with his content, business owners. I was like, man, they're doing it. They are. know, They seem pretty cool. They seem pretty educated. I was like, man, I can do this as well. So physically seeing it firsthand, I think that gives another sense of confidence as well. So I was literally learning. So that experience was priceless to me to be able to see from firsthand experts coming in and and talking about their their businesses and, and growth strategies that they employed and what type of marketing that they did, what kind of sales you know, that they, you know, had to do in order to succeed and to continue to grow. So it was awesome, man, seeing that. And I I literally had the things that I need to springboard and kind of start the business.
1: Now, where, ultimately, where do you see your business going? What, what is it that, not that you would ever rest, because Mm -hmm. I know your personality, we're the same personality, that it's never, you're either growing or you're dying. There's no... Stuff. No in between what so, ideally would at least be like okay we're here mm-hmm. but there's still more to go what would that be
2: you know um you know we had an initial idea of what we wanted the company to do you know we know we wanted to do marketing but it's evolved into so much more it's evolved into artist management and um, you know diversification for brand new companies and products like we're working with a company here that just started and I, when I found them, I was like, I can't believe nobody knows about you guys, and we're introducing them to a whole new market. So, you know, where I see myself in the future, it's really hard to determine. So, I know people say you have to have the vision, you have to have that direction, so you can go in that direction. But I think having the flexibility to be open to be like, hey, the projects that come will then form the path of what's going to happen. Because also now, you know, a cruise line's hitting us up to be like travel hosts and help them with their. You know, programming. So, where I see the company growing is I want to definitely go beyond uh, the couple of staff that we do have. And we really want the ability to be like full scale from creative production to execution to optimization, full scale servicing every single industry that we can think of. So, you know, that, that's where I see it. You know, I don't see as a money as a benchmark, like I want to make $10 million by this date. Like for me, it's about the ride, it's really about the ride. You know, I've seen so many cool things, I've been around the world, I've met such cool people. So I didn't plan on that. That was pretty cool. So I'm trying to see what's what the next year looks like, but we're open to it. We're ready. And yeah, we're just ready to
1: take on some more projects. Well, when you, you chase money too, and when you hit that mark, you'll realize it's empty. It's, oh, for sure. It's mm-hmm. it's all about the process, mm-hmm. it's all about the journey. People that have never Taking the journey as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, as the ultimate salesperson, they just see it as well. That person just wants to make 10, 10 million. Well, for sure, that's just mm-hmm. a number. You have ten million, but if, if there's no fulfillment, if there's no joy, if no sense. But
2: you're of dead inside, right? You're like, exactly. what's the
1: point? And then this person's going to be like, okay, it really wasn't ten million. I think twenty million is the is the magic mark, and that's why. Chasing money should never be, and and that's that's the one thing that, and, and you'll see people in every industry that just chase money, that see For people sure. just as a checking account,
3: mm-hmm.
1: that, that lack empathy, that that are just machines in the sense. I w- I need to sell. I need to move move the needle. I need to, but mm-hmm. uh, they're not. They don't see. They don't think that they. Well, they really don't want to change lives except their yeah. own bank account, and then they'll right. yeah, literally you wake up and you're like, "What was it for?" Exactly. And, you know, success, success, and happiness is all from within. And you said it you you're, you are already successful because you're like, "I'm enjoying the process. I love I love what I do. I love meeting these people. This this is this is who I am. I'm doing my purpose. I'm I'm helping out this company that." why don't more people know about it?
3: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. And and you're helping that company because clearly they don't have the answers or they didn't have the answers because they would have already been doing that. So you're you're changing the course of lives. You're changing the course of that company's lives. Everybody that's on the board, everybody that has startup, the Mm -hmm. family and all that. And and that's that's like a huge, if you take a, a step back and you go, wow, because yeah. that—that's what life's about. I mean, the
2: deeper sense of purpose. I think you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and and like I said, you know, people think as well. Like when I was at at a um, previous position, they're like, "Oh, well, you're, I'm sure you're so glad to taste your first amount of money." And I'm like, "Man, I've been, you know, I've I've been okay. I've been in sales for a really long time, you know, and
1: create your own the money because yeah." You, That's what sales is. But yeah, people. So, you know, you sold the smoothie Kings. What's your new, your your new restaurant or your new quick service, your new franchise and all that. And it's like, no, no, that's not why. That's not growth. That's Mm -hmm. not, you know, there's more to life. I don't, I don't want to just make money. I I switched everything up because I did want to help. I, I did want to, be the hey look a, a hispanic guy can do it and you know he can show you know that i i, I see a lot i you know it, it it depends you get it because we're like-minded people the people that listen to podcasts like this and others get it yeah but all the other people are like oh so I, i'm i'm just like hey you screwed up by quitting
3: me mm-hmm.
1: hey, hey you screwed up by selling. This is, this is stupid. What, what's the next, what's plan B? What's the next business? Mm-hmm. My, my mom gets on me all the time. She's like, well, do you want to become a teacher? Do you want to do this? Do you want to go back to corporate America and all that? And I'm mm-hmm. like, the heck do I <laughs> Hell no. It's
2: that same thing. You know, stop trying to put me in a box, you know? Exactly. Like, it. exactly. It's like,
1: well, well, how are you going to survive? And I'm like, well, I've, I've survived for 48 years and I've, I've, in fact, not only have I survived, I've thrived. Mm-hmm. It, it's, you know, I'm not concerned about it. Why mm-hmm. don't, don't give me the stress of being, exactly? Know, I, I, I already have a plan. I don't share with you my plans, mom, because
3: mm-hmm.
1: it, you don't understand and you don't want to understand.
2: Yeah. But that's the beauty yeah. of it. That, that's the beauty that's, of it too. Like yeah. Com- you don't want to fit somebody else's mold. Like I I am good. Uh, I'm okay. I'm enjoying this ride. While exactly.
1: Working. <laughs> exactly. I, would, I would have been, you would have never met me because I would have been 48 working still in corporate America, uh, counting on the days. Hope, hopefully well, 12 more years still retirement or, or whatever number and all that. And I, I hope I don't get laid off. Yeah. And, and okay. I hope I get a pension. I, I hope I get a watch and I hope they all give me a hug after, after I put in my whole life, yeah, yeah, that, you know what? Success has its own definitions and each person, happiness, success, wealth, you know, there's no one million, you know, growing up when we were little kids, 1 million. And, you know, nowadays 1 million, you'd have to move to Kansas and, you know, I just
3: hope that
2: people, you know, If anybody gets anything from this here today, like I I would just want to like say, figure out your measures of success, like what that looks like to you. Is it a certain amount of money? Is it a specific location you want to visit? Is this, you know, what is that measure of success? For me, it was having the ability to own my own time that like, if I wanted to start, you know, work at like 730 in the morning, that's fine. If I wanted to start my day at 10, and complete everything like i had that flexibility so you know not having to you know hope and pray to be like oh i need a dentist appointment oh what am i going to do like you know for me that was a measure of success you know it was never about money it, and it was also like the flexibility to to travel right when i wanted to to be able to work from anywhere in the world so that was my measure of success and when i got that i was like okay great what what else is the next measure what else so that's the thing is it's figuring out what that looks
1: like for you but you're operating you're operating on your own terms mm-hmm. a lot of people operate on other people's terms yes and, and seek validation and seek asking other people so how do I find success how do I find happiness exactly. how do I find a successful marriage how exactly. how, how, how how what is this and, mm-hmm. and wait for someone someone else's answer to live their life that's right and that's why I never you know, if somebody says, am I successful? Well, I'm successful in in my heart, Mm -hmm. not unsuccessful in my, my mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. And am I a billionaire? It wasn't like something, it's not tangible anyway. It's not, you know, who I was growing up. Yeah. I I could have a billion dollars and and be like bent and twisted. So I wake up every day, you know, knowing I want to help people out. I want to create movement. I want to create happiness or have other people find their happiness mm-hmm. by finding their success. Okay. But, yeah. Okay. It. but yeah, my, my, my goal is to see, to see you on the Wikipedia Southwest.
3: You yes. know, Cat,
1: Cat Moreno, uh, a famous, famous alum.
2: My goal, my goal. No, I, you know, I'm just really trying to be, trying to make some moves, trying to help some people out as well. If I can impact some women in, in the, in the city, if I can impact some, you know, Latinos, fellow, uh, fellow Latinos and fellow Latinas, just to kind of
1: push forward. That works for me. That's and, the matter. And you know what? We were hardworking people. Not, yeah. not that I'm biased. Well, like, maybe I am, but we're hardworking people, we're, we're honest people. Mm-hmm. We're determined people.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And all of us overcame something. Your yes. parents, my grandparents overcame stuff to be in the greatest country, to thrive and live in capitalism. So that's why I say, hey, let's help create that movement and say, it isn't, it is what it is.
3: It isn't what it is. It is
1: what it is. I'm I'm honored. Do do you want people to... are you going to plug your, your business? or?
2: Sure, yeah. I mean, uh, my company is called Collab Solutions. You guys can find us online. We'd love to talk to you if we can. Uh, if you guys need some help in the digital world, kind of getting out there in front of your target customer, we can help you. CollabSolutions.com, K-O-L-A-B. And then also, you guys can also follow me on Instagram, Cat X-M-O. would love to follow you as well.
1: Look at that. Hey, thank you for the opportunity. Sorry for being late, but hey, we're Latinos. We we always we, we always play very flexible in that aspect. Yeah. It's,
2: it's it's Cuban time, Latin time. It's like hey,
1: dear, Cuban time. Like like, like I said, and, and hey, like I said, thank you, and and you do, yeah, you I, I I would always show my daughters, Lauren and me. I'm like South Southwest High alum.
2: That means so
3: much. Yeah. So.
1: And, and like I said, you, you are, you're a, you, have got a woman with a, a strong head on your shoulders. You're determined not once did you say money, every, you, a lot of people at 50, 60, don't know what success, what happiness and all that, but you know it. So, Hey, I'm proud of you. Thank and, you. you know, uh, we'll always cross paths and all that, not only on the social media, but we're here to start a movement. So I love, Kat, I love you.
2: Thank you so
0: much, I really appreciate it. We'll see you soon. I never told no one that. My whole life I've been holding back. Every time I load my gun up so I can shoot for the star. I hear a voice like, Who do you think you are? Negative thoughts come to mind when I start thinking bold. Like, why you chasing dreams? Aren't you getting kinda old? Whoa. I knew I needed help I had no self-confidence Then believe in myself I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition To start a business But before I even started I feel like it's finished you got a vision And let me say I don't care if they're your blood Got the same DNA They can't feel how you feel They can't see what you see Wanna change your life You gotta change the way you think The thoughts in your mind Is the boss of your life Nothing but good vibes Every day I'm thinking like What is it d word?